0: Seem like a man who takes takes his clap seriously.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely true. Mm. I, I'm I'll clamber for a good damper. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna <laughs> shy away.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was nice. I enjoyed that a little bit of a poetic moment. Yeah, I kind of I, I like to start every podcast with a poem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we should. There's um. I did, a while ago, uh, I used to sometimes get invited back to do comedy debates at the Cambridge Union, and as I'm saying this sentence, it's, I've just realized I probably shouldn't have begun saying this sentence, but, um, uh, and what I realized was the sort of people who go to watch comedy debates at the Cambridge Union have such a, like, low bar both for understanding of and quality of humor that there were, like, a bunch of, like, cheap heat things that you could do. Oh, Yeah. To just And one of the things I used to do was whatever the debate was, I would open with like a nonsense haiku about it. Like just a really like the worst haiku that I could write. And they would, it would, it would bring the house down. They would love it. And I'd be like, this wouldn't work in any other room.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was just talking to a friend about audiences that are not like comedy audiences and Mm then how their taste in comedy is like, it's, it's like, um, I mean, this is so infantilizing and insulting, but it's like <laughs> yeah. the, like they get impressed by, like, got your nose, yeah. <laughs> like that level of comedy. <laughs> it's like, like a, if you've never seen a magic show and you're like, Wow, like I found a quarter in my ear? Holy shit. It's
0: crazy. I mean, and got your nose is great because it, it's funny, but there's also an element of peril. You know, am I getting my <laughs> nose back? Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. of course, adds more to the comedy dynamic.
2: Bit of magic That's as right. well. Mm. Because if they've got yeah. your nose, and they've probably done that through the dark arts. Yeah,
0: yeah. When no I doubt. Do it, it. It, yeah. If you do peekaboo though, that's sometimes a bit too much.
2: Yeah, I can't cope yeah, with peekaboo. Yeah,
1: it really throws you into an mm. existential tailspin. Peekaboo. Yeah, yeah. Because
2: if you went and now you're back, then what does that mean about me and who I am?
1: And where were you?
2: Where were you? Where did you go? Yeah, where, who, yeah, where go? were
1: you? Who am I? These are all the questions there.
2: Do you go to the same place that you go when you're asleep,
0: or when you die? Yeah. yeah. You you go into non Those are two different places.
2: Those are two different places. No, Sorry, I, no okay. I agree. No, because the what that okay no mm, because there is a place that you go when you die, and you have yeah. to be really really careful. If you accidentally find this place when you're asleep, that you can't eat and drink anything there, because then you'll get stuck there.
0: Right. Okay. okay. I see. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like peekaboo Greek mythology. Now. Yeah. This is
2: somebody who's read a lot of Russian folk tales as a child. <laughs>
0: God, the Russian folk tales—they're really like they're, don't read
2: you, Rus- don't read Russian folk tales you to think, your children, you man. You think man, like the they're... German
0: ones are bad.
2: Yeah, yeah, they are. They are bleak. Yeah, Baba bu- Yaga. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, exactly. Oh,
0: Baba Yaga. That's it. Yeah. In
2: fact, I think it might have been in a Baba Yaga story yeah. that this invocation about not eating in the land of the land I of the do, dead yeah. if you accidentally travel there when you're asleep.
1: I do love the Brothers Nine—the story about twins who may or may not exist. <laughs> No, that's nothing. The brothers, the brothers, the brothers nine? no. No, nine, the German N-E-I-N doesn't play audio. No. Oh, 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 oh you No, know, no, no, It's, it's that's good, like that's nine No, 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 it's more of a visual yeah. pun. Yeah, no, 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 no it's, just, you're it's, right. too, it's just too smart. Your combined it, reaction really tells me what I needed to know.
2: It's just too smart for us. It's too, no, it's no, too no, cerebral no. for I was no, 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 German.
0: Having, having had it explained, I, I do now appreciate it. I'm yeah, like that's that's nice you. actually that there's that like is, a... that's, again, that is the response I'm looking for with yeah, most of my nice. humor. Yeah, having yeah. had it explained, I do now appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. it's hard to immediately latch onto the premise.
3: Mm-hmm. Like like yes, a newborn
0: baby for the first time trying to trying to get its mouth around right. a tit, you know. But once there. you're there, mm-hmm. pretty good. Pretty nutritious. Nourishing, yeah. yeah. Life sustaining, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Lots of antibodies in that in that premise. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: I'm doing a breast milk bit. Perfect. A lot of premises, they're like formula milk. You know, they're a lot easier to get the baby to consume, but they're not as nourishing. It's more. Look, I'm not here to make a moral judgment difficult. on
1: different values of bits. <laughs> some people can't make their own biological bits and need to. That is true. That is yeah. true. Yeah, uh, for some people, pullback and reveals are the
0: only way of raising a child. Mm-hmm. Um but due to various, you know, biological and health concerns and that and that's fine. And there's a lot of problems in the comedy profession with trying to insist that women who need to use a pullback and reveal or, or some other kind of standard format premise and, and punchline are are not are not being proper comedians and I and I think that's regressive.
2: Are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was just, I was just really getting into the bit. Yeah, I was that yeah. premise to the end of the yeah, line. I'm, well, we're going to record yeah, this episode, and I'm going to take station. him to
2: hospital because I think he yeah. needs to have a yeah. light shone in his eyes.
0: Yeah, and that, they probably won't treat me very well because I'm bad at <laughs> breastfeeding. I'll say that <laughs> it's not going to go down well. Yeah. Um, that that's a funny bit actually, like one of those like real like battle axe old midwives like, and there's like a there's like a gay couple who have like a newborn baby that's like adopted or from a surrogate or something, and she's yelling at them because neither of them are breastfeeding the baby.
2: Can we please move <laughs> yeah, on okay, from fine, the, <laughs> from the fine. breastfeeding material? Um,
0: yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, hello and welcome to. Masters of Our Domain, a podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Webber, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And this week we are joined once
1: again by returning champion. All the way from New York, it's Josh Gondelman. How are you doing? I feel great. I'm here in, in the homeland of Seinfeld, the TV show itself. Oh, yeah. And I, I feel its power coursing through my veins.
2: You know, <laughs> I'm
1: going to go outside today, I'm going to have an uh an unpleasant but specific interaction with a stranger um hmm. yeah. i'm going to uh continue on with a romantic relationship of uh, with a with a beautiful woman who people go how's that happening um <laughs> yeah. yeah and then you're gonna, gonna be...
0: find a very minor flaw in that beautiful woman
1: no never not my lovely wife no <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah
0: there are no there are no flaws You've you've moved out of the Seinfeld dynamic now. Yes, Mm.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's where the bit ends.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: that's that's how you know that you've matured when you move out of the Seinfeld dynamic and your relationships and move towards a more friends dynamic. Mm. I think that's I think that's true. Yeah,
0: that's what Seinfeld is really about. It's like a it's like a glass slipper situation. Like Jerry Seinfeld isn't he's not unable to love. He just hasn't met the right woman. It's a
2: coming of age story. It's a bildungsroman. Yeah, that's Mm.
1: right. I think that's what it is. That's a perfect description. (laughs) No. of Seinfeld but I like that it's a coming of age where I mean they're they're coming a lot but no one ever really seems to age <laughs> mm. emotionally
2: yes that's true maybe that's how they should have en- they sh- instead of ending it how they did end it which mm. we're not going to spoil for Milo uh, oh maybe yeah. they, they should have ended it with um with a kind of adult bar mitzvah
0: <laughs> oh a bar mitzvah but adult where the bar
2: mitzvah. is just a bar yeah yeah, because like if, mm. like if you convert as an adult, as is my understanding, you don't get a bar mitzvah. You just say, like, oh, welcome.
1: I think that's right. I don't think they do the whole party. But wouldn't
2: it be good if they did, like, a whole, like, maximalist, like, insane production of a would have disco loved it. for adults? Yeah, no
1: doubt. Mm. I think that's perfect. I think they that's, also, that would be adorable. My understanding is they also kind of let you go easy on the circumcision, if you want.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I, I believe that. I believe that to be the case. But they should let you have a big. You can have
1: like a halfie, like a
0: fringe. They should
2: let you have like a huge, like a huge party. <laughs> um where like relatives that you don't know that well, like buy you a Tiffany heart. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's mm. what totally good. Have for, yeah. for adults?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That is in the Talmud, I believe. Buying the Tiffany heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: you, you get you get a hype man who's like going to take like take your other elderly relatives like through the electric slide like that's what you want
0: yeah okay nice yeah yeah we got the we got the cool it would, it would be
1: like less appropriate but also funny if they kind of flip the bar mitzvah dynamic right where you're a kid surrounded by adults you have tenuous relationships to <laughs> Whereas, an adult there's just like a bunch of kids you've met like twice before
2: so it's like your friends from school's kids yeah 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 and they're,
1: oh, they're, yeah, they're yeah, not there yeah, yeah. they get dropped off like,
2: oh but we yeah but we have to we have to invite them yeah like, it's, it would be rude I, not to but mom i hardly know them that mm. that is that is sarah's kid and mm. he is coming to your bar it's important. Mitzvah.
1: he's important mm. to the family and then you just go hey thanks <laughs> for coming and then you try to get out of the conversation
2: and then, like that, and any like good pinching, Roblox lately they're like pinching your cheeks
1: yeah 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 and like
2: Try and like try and like kind of p- fold up, it up like notes into your hand.
1: And they're telling you like, I remember when you were in your late 20s when we <laughs> no, first met. No, they should be you giving you- You were this tall, the exact same height. <laughs> they should be giving you the kind of gifts that a young child would give you,
0: like a badly drawn picture or like a soggy half <laughs> Macaroni of a necklace. <laughs> yeah. I brought you
1: this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Mm. I think we cracked the adult bar mitzvah.
2: Okay, yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah, that is good.
2: This should be something that exists hmm mm. yeah
0: couldn't agree more yeah yeah
2: but that, anyway that's how they should have ended seinfeld yeah,
0: yeah that is how they should, yeah yeah jerry's <laughs> adult bar mitzvah <laughs> jerry's
2: adult bar mitzvah
0: um yeah kind of like a bar mitzvah baptism they're doing it as an adult
2: yeah exactly oh but, yeah yeah but mm. instead of immersing yourself in the water and renouncing satan uh you get to listen to a truly ear-splitting version of the black eyed peas
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. And you don't even have to bring Satan into it. He no. can be there. He cannot be he can, there. Yeah. It's whatever you want. Like at Satan's a, a kind
2: of optional thing at yeah.
1: the at the bonnet no, the To <laughs> yeah,
2: Satan's Satan optional. optional yeah.
0: <laughs> that, that would be really funny if like one of, one of the like famous sort of rabbi talking heads came out and said that in his view the black eyed peas were the most Talmudic pop group but refused to elaborate on it any further so then they started getting like a lot of bookings for sort of like high budget bar mitzvahs well the and... reason
2: the reason that i got a feeling always gets played at bar mitzvahs is because there's a line where they say, one of them Muzzletop. says Muzzletop. oh yeah 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 for and lime lo- of course for no yeah. appreciable reason that's such a
1: crazy song <laughs>
2: it's such a crazy song the black eyed
1: peas <laughs> career is really fascinating like they're their arc through music from like kind of indie hip hop to the kind of big production to like, let's get it started, which is the radio edit, as we yeah. all know. <laughs> yep. uh, and that like all of those, all their decisions, it's like they really everything they did turned to gold in a way that maybe feels preordained now, but like mm. is kind of spectacular looking back. Mm. And that's
2: not even that's not even taking into account their math rock phase.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they really are. They are some of the luckiest. I mean, like someone the like Phaser has had yeah. the perfect musical career, where he is just now he's no longer famous. He's just rich.
2: You know the you know your one from the back eye piece, who's like who's not kind of fully involved. He's like their kind of he's their bez.
0: Is that Phaser? Might be. There's only three of them, right? Because there's no, Will not- I Am. That's the he's the the big not front Will I
2: guy. Am. And it's not Phaser, it's not Fergie. Who's the other one? There's another one. There's another one.
0: one. There's another P. There's
2: another P. He was on Celebrity MasterChef. Chef.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>, that's incredible. <laughs> wow. What a fool from Grace.
2: And now I'm wondering whether he was in fact in the ma- in the black Eyed Peas. so I'm just gonna look this up really okay, quick. <laughs> I'm just always- giving
1: recipes when I Google. Oh, it's a, it's Apple the app. Yes. Apple the course. app of course. Yeah. Yep. Apple yeah. the app.
2: Yeah. He was he was black known, known for inventing bears, the right? app store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: that, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, it's, it's like Celebrity Black Eyed bees, Like Oh this is just giving me Paula Deen recipes From before the incident <laughs> Yeah that's great
0: And then and then, of course Fergie released uh, The album London Bridge Which had a picture of her Stood in front of Tower Bridge mm, yeah. They've gone away with a the lot They oh, really it's got, have
2: It's got a really weird cover Of uh, The Lambeth Walk On that album Yeah that
0: is odd It's very odd Is too, it like true? that true? No yeah. <laughs> and, and my <laughs> old man's a <laughs> dustman not, not,
2: not true <laughs> <Yeah>. at all <laughs>
0: He wears a dustman's cap. Yep. yeah. Oi, oi, yeah.
2: And to be fair, Fergie in like 2006 or whatever was wearing a dustman's cap quite a lot because so that, mm. yeah, that was that yeah, was the style it was of the popular. time. It was popular. It was the style of the time. You just say 2006 like Jeremy Paxman? I did. Yeah. yeah. It's because it's because I was going to say 20. It's because I was going to say 2011, and then when I was thinking about it, I actually meant much earlier. So mm. I thought I would cover it, but evidently couldn't cover it well enough.
1: Truly just thought it was a, a thing from where you are that we don't say.
2: Here. No, 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 no. That's not a normal no, no, thing to say. We don't.
1: Yeah, but, but there is I, f- I'm
2: glad Milo flagged it up. Thank you for coming, it is Queen. it's not yeah. a normal is, thing to say. There is one. I'm going
1: to travel the world and be like, <laughs> yeah, uh, <I'm> just, just <laughs> say numbers all wrong. Like, oh, when was I born? 198.5.
2: <laughs> just <laughs> start yeah, doing it like good. the French do and just say like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. It's like 90, 1980 plus five. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to to I think it was Kevin James, had this great bit about which is this is such it's it's I don't it can't culturally translate fully, but it's the about the phone number rhythm, about how you give your phone numbers in a specific oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cadence. In 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 Britain you've gotta say
0: first five numbers and then two sets of three.
2: Yeah. See, I had a row with George about this the other day because yeah. he does it in a really weird way.
0: How does he do it?
2: He does it in sections of four. He does four, four, three.
0: Oh no, that's weird. Yeah, I know. He does. He does four, four, three, like Steve Bruce. And I said, that, man- and I managing said- a
2: failing Bolton side. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, here,
1: here it's three, three, four, and that's pretty yeah, standard. three,
2: three. See, three, three, four. See, if I'm giving him my mobile yeah, cause number, yeah, because your numbers
0: are divided in that way.
2: Yeah, I'm giving my mobile yeah. number, which is all I would give.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: you just wouldn't like give your national think, like, insurance. What is, like, what's the what's my like? Yeah. What's my landline number? Oh, it's my mum's and I like dad's to give house.
0: people a Avogadro's number sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like to give sure. pi just <laughs> to mm. keep
2: them on their toes. That's good, but only yeah, eleven that takes digits. A while, but... only, only eleven digits, but yeah, it does take a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I do. So I do five three three.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah.
2: Um and yeah and George does four three two or something. You
0: know what used to fuck me up when I lived in when I lived in Russia? No, not
2: four three like four. Oh, I can't count four four. Three. You're saying four four three before. Yeah, I think it. I yeah. think it's four four three. Yeah, yeah four. Yeah, it's four. Yeah, yeah it's four it... four three. And I said that can't be right because if you put your number in a form, it divides it the way that I say yep. it.
0: Yeah, that's yep. way. The, yeah, in the same way that American phone numbers start with a three and then another three, and, and you then have a four them in parentheses, two and that kind of mm-hmm. yeah. guides you. Yeah, in Britain similarly, because uh, that's, that's
2: how you know your phone numbers are Jewish, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: three brackets. <laughs> the The first that's five right. numbers. <laughs> The first five numbers in the landline phone Were always the area code And then the second six numbers Were the, yeah. the actual number And it was always two threes
2: Where did you keep your hose in that In amongst that Your hose. Yeah Because you have the area code. Oh this right is very,
1: <laughs> yeah I This see. is settled <laughs> science Yeah Ludic- yeah yeah The yeah. great scientist Ludacris
2: Yeah, yeah. Dr. Ludacris I, to I give always him felt left name. out Dr. that Dr. Ludacris PhD
1: mm-hmm. That I, my phone number was never represented I feel like he I, I feel like he um, You know neglected the Boston area in his travels.
2: He does, yeah. Mm. He does.
1: Yeah. But so maybe there's that's nothing,
2: there's keep... nothing
0: worth seeing in Southie but He's not interested. Maybe mm.
2: maybe the boss, maybe Boston to him is the is the wife. Maybe that's why.
1: Right, mm. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that's he has lasting relationships has lasting in only relationships one area code. In, and, yeah, yeah. and that's six one seven. Yeah.
2: That's right. Yeah.
1: That's a different song. Hey,
0: hey Ludacris, when are you coming back? From your, <laughs> when your travels.
1: He's talking about house.
0: I don't know. I can't really do a convincing <laughs> no, accent. I knew what you were yeah. doing. I know yeah, yeah, you're yeah, doing. Yeah.
1: I felt, I, I, and honestly, I salute the effort. <laughs> <laughs> I like, because yeah. I'll just do it. Like, I'll, similarly, we'll just launch mm. into an accent based yeah. on vibes more than technique. Mm. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. I'm going to the Papua.
2: So bubbler, Okay, yeah.
1: that's a deep cut. People don't know that one.
0: Okay, yeah. Do you know what I learned recently? Uh, so I know that in in the New England area they refer to it as a bubbler because mm-hmm. uh, Nate Nate's wife is from uh, Rhode Island and she calls it a bubbler, mm-hmm. and he thinks that's weird. And then when I went to Australia, I discovered that they call it that in Australia, and I thought I was Hell, losing yeah. my mind. That's right. The other thing I heard is that a water
1: fountain. They call it a bubbler. Yeah. Yeah, because water bubbles up. It's a bubbler. They also say it in Wisconsin, I've been told, like the Milwaukee oh, okay. area. Yeah. Mm. But in the US, it's very local to either New England or Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I'm interested mm. how it made that trip, but never looked it up, never will. There you go. That would be, be a great uh, linguistic profile of the
0: United States. Some sort of journeyman academic could do that.
2: As much yeah. as I would love to have this conversation yeah. forever.
0: No, of course.
2: What episode are we talking about today? Uh,
0: we are talking about, <laughs> it's, it's the Susie. Which is season eight, episode fifteen. If you're following along at home, it's,
2: this is one of my this is one of my favourite ever episodes. I love it's it. Very so, good. I love it so much. Everything about it is perfect. It is it is a perfect. It's
0: kind of sowing the seeds thing. for the Joey Tribbiani on two dates at the same time thing, but in a funnier way.
2: Or Joey Tribbiani on two dates at the same time is stolen. Well no, that's what From I'm this, saying yeah. this is this is like <laughs> yeah. this
0: is creating that idea. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: also it's the first first of two outings of of Peggy. You see her again one more time in my favorite ever episode, which is an episode. Wait, which one of season is your favorite? Ever? Um the apology is my favorite mm. episode because mm. it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful episode. And Peggy I think is a really really underused side character because you only see her twice, but she makes every second on screen count I love Peggy she is wonderful
1: it's so funny it's so funny that she like I love the choices of of Peggy right where she at first like loves Elaine when she thinks she's Susie and Mm. but hates Elaine and then also turns on Elaine as Susie it's so funny (laughs) like they could have her like continue to like one of them but her having a problem with both of them is like such a great choice it's
2: fantastic
0: Yeah, we we open with um with Elaine and uh, and Costanza having a little riff, Mm -hmm. but I've now I've done I don't know why this this happens to me every time. I used to forget what the bit was about every week, and now I always forget what the little needless conversation at the start was about.
2: All right, so a good thing that we might be doing going forward is Mm. is teaching Marla some object permanence. That might be Mm -hmm. we're gonna gonna do some exercises. Gonna show him a mirror. The
1: the bit at the beginning is honestly kind of clunky. It's like not. Mm. It's it's not one of my favorite cold yeah, open bits. it doesn't
2: bits. it doesn't like it doesn't like yeah. fit it doesn't fit in with the rest of the episode. I yeah. think I think it's like I, I had think my it's... hands
0: in front of my face, so I didn't know that Seinfeld was still yeah. there.
2: Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Bit. The yeah. thing is, is that uh, Costanza had your nose throughout, so you were just just baffled by. That's <laughs> the
1: <laughs> subtext. Yeah, <laughs> by, yeah, yeah, yeah. By what it was didn't going on? No. We've got Chekhov's gun and Costanza's nose. <laughs> <Two kind of laughs> if prime that nose dramatic has not elements. gone up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm, that's right. he's got you gotta sneeze in the third act
2: yeah that's right yeah. uh but, but so,
0: the
1: bit oh sorry
2: yeah no no i was just gonna say what the bit is it's costanza oh, it's costanza asking elaine how much he could charge if he was a gigolo and the issue is is that this is a little bit too close to would you eat me if we were stranded it's mm. a little too close to one of one of would you
0: fuck me if i needed the money
2: one of the bits that yeah. Costanza might that Costanza might do with Jerry, where he where he uh, where he asks he asks the question, where he is just on a bound to be offended by whatever the answer is. Yes, mm. and it's just like not the it's like not the strongest one. It's quite I, I like it when Costanza and Elaine snipe at each other, but you're right, Same. it's not it's not the strong it's not the strongest bit ever. But then we launch into the meat of the episode, which is perfect mm. and beautiful.
1: But it is quite funny yeah. to ask her how much would you pay. Yeah, and well, I my favorite the the best part of the exchange is he says he thinks three hundred and she said that's high and he goes it's the whole night and she goes I know <laughs> but,
0: <yeah. laughs> that's actually part of the problem I'd pay more for pay not more the whole yeah, for, for, less, for less for a one time. shot yeah. get out of here yeah because just got to find his market on the you know. A certain kind of woman she dreams of a whole night with Costanza. She'll pay more than three hundred. <laughs>
2: well Costanza is Costanza is one of the people who would who who would have benefited from the advent of OnlyFans because he needs to find his audience. He's a mm. niche taste, but he once He is
1: kind of yeah.
2: But once he finds his audience, then he is gonna be raking it in. Mm-hmm. But it's harder to yeah. do it's harder to do that in an offline world.
0: Yeah. Mm. He's a I I do sort of I think the one the most difficult thing about only fans is that you just you just have to find a new way of posting a picture of your asshole every day, which I do. I do actually genuinely think must be really
1: difficult. <laughs> I I think that it's it's um also I don't think George Costanza has the uh, constitution for it, frankly, because mm. mm-hmm. I don't think he doesn't. He's not good at having a boss, and I think yeah. when you do something that is like when you're so accountable to fans, right? Yeah. I, I think. He would bristle at the suggestions and the requests. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah totally. he's,
2: he's not somebody who's made for content creation. That's true. I agree. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm not
1: putting my feet in peanut butter. Go away. Right, exactly. He'd be like, that's gross. And they're like, okay, well then I'm not. Your f- I'm gonna pull the plug on my subscription. Mm.
2: I think there's lots of different ways of, t- of posting a picture of your of, of your arsehole. You could just draw mm-hmm. a different picture around it each day.
0: Oh, that's fun! Like, like artwork. Although drawing on your own arsehole is quite challenging. No, you get some. The, the no, 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 you got, no, you've
2: got to get somebody else oh, to so do it. I don't think. Artist. Yeah, I don't think you can do your own. A struggling artist. Your own arsehole. Yeah, yeah, but then you're bringing, you're bringing in another
1: You're bringing in another employee into this. Like then the, mm. the now the money's split more
2: directions. Well, just get what say it's for say it's for exposure.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot <laughs> of exposure <laughs> of your butthole. Yeah,
2: that's. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. that was the joke. Nice, <laughs> that's real
0: nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, it's 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 tough, you know. I actually I actually know someone who used to sell pictures of her feet on the internet, and mm-hmm. she said that she could have made more money, but she just couldn't be bothered because she it became apparent that to make like serious money out of it, you had to like do the, re- the do the requests. Yeah, you, and you have the to do were always- stuff. Yeah, the requests were always just, like, would involve, like, going to the supermarket and buying some stuff. And she was like, that was that was her line? And just, like, where well, it requires any effort
1: whatsoever, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I think people think it's going to be easy. And yeah, then you're yeah, like, no, yeah. no, anyone would do it if it was easy. You have to do yeah. the stuff that people that, like, can't access with ease, right? That's, like, what, what people are looking for, yeah, I think. A, fr- yeah. a
2: friend of mine does it. And she and she's she made so much money. And she's just... And she's just quit it to do a different to do a different job, and she's like, yeah, like it's true. My current job is like, it's like not as well paid, and I have like a boss who's like always telling me what to do. Mm. But at least I don't, I'm not spending my time trying to kind of gently discourage, but also encourage to spend money, lonely oddballs who think I'm their girlfriend. But also think that I am a performing monkey.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: Um, like she said, like it's not it's, it's not worth it's not worth it. <laughs> and
1: and I think nice. specifically that is something George Costanza would be yeah.
2: bad at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, I, he I think at take first you would be to the intrigued. Direction. Yeah. He would be
1: intrigued, right? He would be like, "Oh, people want pictures of me, like draped in velvet, or lying kind of supine across a couch in the way like yeah, my yeah, pug yeah. does, or um, eating eating while having sex while watching TV, right?" These are all mm. things. But like, I think once he get to got to the point where it was like on demand, I think he would get very flustered.
2: So I think Costanza would do better in the dish in the kind of the in the in the digital sex work age. But he would have to have his own production company. Yeah. So he would have to be a kind of like a kind of Nina Hartley mm. figure. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I think because oh, yeah. I, I do think he could have a thing, right, that people were into that he would kind of like a well he would go back to. Yeah. But it would really have to be on his terms.
2: Absolutely on his terms. Yeah, I yeah. think that's I think that's correct. And I think that's actually I think that kind of nuance is what's missing from this opening, <laughs> from this opening <laughs> bit. I think if um, if we'd had that conversation, that would have been a much stronger opening. We're all missing Which is much like, like what York's. they say about the about the daily, <laughs> daily Arsehole pictures.
0: The Daily, I well, I love to read the Daily Arsehole. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good. You were talking about the New York Post, right? That's what they, that's hey! the translation of the New York Post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what they sell it as in Britain.
2: Commentary. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you see, in Britain, the Daily, the New York Post would actually be a moderate newspaper. Mm,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. That, that would be considered a broad <laughs> sheet
2: basically a pinko sheet. The yeah, New York yeah. Post in, pinko this yeah, that's right. <laughs> in this country. In this country, pink eye sheet. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. The daily
0: Arsehole, a pink eye sheet. There we are. Ooh, um, bad. Yep. Thank you. Uh, real, bad. real intellectual stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, this episode is uh, the, the the crux of it is that Elaine at work, uh, she she starts reporting to this new woman who we've not met before, Peggy.
2: No, she Peggy reports to her.
0: Oh, is that the Peggy's case? a
2: copywriter? Yeah. Right,
0: okay. Um, and it's basically- not clear
2: what Elaine's job is at this point. She no longer runs the company, but yeah. she is she is sort of senior. She's a kind of yeah. she's, like the, she's like the kind of creative director or something of the sort. Yeah. They have. I, I think that they should have taken more steps to make the professional hierarchy of the J. P. M. and catalog clearer. I would have appreciated mm. some clarity on job titles. Yeah. I think they
1: should have been more explicit that that's a real catalogue that exists because yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was real until like two years ago.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I found this out. I found this out like a long time ago, but um, but it was still a surprise. I absolutely yeah. thought it was like a kind of joke catalogue. And that's then I was like, is really... Jay Peterman? Is that a real guy? And they're like, well, I don't know. I just know that it's a real catalogue. I'm really yeah.
0: impressed that they... You know, it, it's, it shows a bygone era of film and TV making because uh, now... They would never mention a like have such a long running bit about a real extant company, and it, like, the lawyers would immediately be like, "Absolutely not."
1: Mm. And so, yeah, you can't have a guy team. play Jay Peterman, <laughs> yeah, and, and say that it's his company. They, they must have had some kind of yeah. agreement, like a licensing agreement, because that it's so long running and so flagrant, and he's yeah. such a buffoon. Wouldn't it be yeah. funny
2: though if? They actually did just like buy the real Jay Peterman's life stories in a bundle mm-hmm. in yes. the way that he does to Kramer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and then it. and then like after that, like he's like wait, no, you can't have me doing that. And I'm just like, we, we bought your life rights. We yeah, can, we so, you we can, can do whatever sorry. we like.
0: Well, Mr. David, my only request is that I'm played by <laughs> someone with a strangely sonorous voice. He is and sonorous. And if you can do that, you'll have a Peterman.
2: He and is Larry sonorous, Daryl, is he and he, he's, a sil- he's a silver fox as well.
1: Mm. Very, yeah. He's Jay
2: Peterman. Yeah.
1: Kind of a... Woof. Jay Peterman feels like the... Um, cut from the same cloth as like a Roger Sterling, John Slattery on yes. Mad Men. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm.
2: yeah. In fact, I would have found Mad Men far more watchable <laughs> had had. Uh, had <laughs> now,
1: we did, now tell us, Draper. What have you come up with now?
2: <laughs> yeah, much like, better.
1: He works at Sterling, Cooper, Draper, Price, Peterman. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. Make mm. it happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Yeah, John
0: Draper goes to Burma.
2: I told you about the yeah. bit that me and George were doing when we were drunk, right? About I definitely told Josh this because I remember telling him, remember uh, sending a message to him to this effect about uh, picturing John Draper writing different adverts, right? That are on TV, and one of them he's like involved in the gorilla drumming, advert. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's another one where. Don Draper uh, suggests that there should just be a lone person dancing, and then he does a dance for like four <laughs> minutes, and it's just him doing a little, like a little kind of jig about, and that's the, his suggestion the for an advert. are
0: dancing, but there's no one in them. They're just dancing <laughs> on their own. Yeah. It would. It'd also would be really funny to imagine like Don Draper trying to do the hard sell on like a really shit advert. Yeah. Okay.
1: Get this. She's got her period, but she's rock climbing. Or like uh, the music. Or like him. Share. I think it would be also fun, yeah, similarly to hear him do like podcast ads. Where he's like, <laughs> Manscaped. You're <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, it'd be yeah, so funny, funny to involved. have him be
2: like, for doing Better Help. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Therapy. It's not
0: gay anymore.
2: Sixties <laughs> style hats for Better Help. So the yeah. The yeah. auto glass repair.
0: <laughs> you're you're doing Draper kind and of more like a Nicholas Cage. I
2: can't I can't. I'll tell you Draper.
0: about an ad from Albert I not do Draper. <laughs> it's it's
2: We're so deep. It's deep I for
0: can't
1: me. Do Draper. Yeah. It's it's so cadence based yeah. though too. Like I think that's it. You can do it in your normal voice as and long as you're like. Place. As long as you're like. Um, I'm just
2: gonna take that, take that away, and workshop we, that because I think Don Draper saying all glass repair, or glass replace is funny. Mm. But I just need to do all some glass voice repair.
0: Worshiping. But they also replace. They also I'm going to be Anton Chigurh now. Yeah,
2: that is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely okay. right. Okay. You, if you're selling the the
0: cattle bolt killing gun.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> now that would be a cool <laughs> element to Don Draper's character if he's just
1: fucking killing people around the office. <laughs> That's a terrible a coin. Like, This yes. is kind of the same guy still. <laughs> yeah. It's still the same
2: guy. It's the same it's the same guy. He's a surprising archetype.
0: Yeah. Because Anton Chagur, also a character with many flaws, but wasn't a racist. So it's a lot So, like- so far mm-hmm. as we know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, not in the text. <laughs>
0: It'd be really <laughs> funny if, like, Cormac McCarthy in later life had started doing a fucking J.K. Rowling thing Where just, like, back stuff about the characters that wasn't in the book And he's oh, just he like, did. oh, Anton Shakur is really racist, he by did.
1: the way
2: He did, did you not read that interview where he said that Judge Holden is gay? What? Oh, yeah,
1: well right. <laughs> But it would be funny if he, because like, J.K. Rowling was trying to, like, add, mm. um, like, nuance and, like, modern You know, make the, the story yeah. feel yeah, yeah, more yeah. modern and and... And inclusive to a point, obviously, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it would be so funny if Cormac McCarthy had tried to make all the characters sound shittier. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> it would be funny if, like, yeah, yeah. if he did the same. Yeah, it's thing It's not
1: supposed to be. It's supposed to be a portrayal of
0: America as it really is. If he did <laughs> the same
2: thing when he was uh, when he was asked about like when um when J.K. Rowling was asked about whether or not there are any Jewish wizards, and she came up with Anthony Goldstein. <laughs> <laughs> Jewish wizard Anthony Goldstein Ravenclaw Jewish wizard I believe was the exact mm. wording of the response. First of all, Anthony, are you fucking joking me? Yeah, so, we could have at least have a like Simon Anthony, or something like, like, classic like, Jewish come, on, come yeah. on. name. Why, why Ravenclaw? Why let, let the Jews be Hufflepuffs,
3: man? Yeah,
2: why? Why do they have to be this? Sm- I suppose it's because she didn't want to say Slytherin. That's why. Yeah, which is which is quite, which is like quite explicitly you know the Jewish was on house on the tip if you of her me. tongue. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, Tyrone so,
1: Goldfarb, famous Slytherin. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but
2: wouldn't it be funny if if a Cormac McCarthy had done something similar and just been like, "Yeah, Jewish cowboy, Anthony Goldstein."
3: Yeah. Jewish cowboy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Played by <laughs> Paul Newman.
2: Yes, that would be hot.
1: It would have been hot. Yeah, yeah that yeah. would have been hot. And we're back. And but, we're back to Paul. And we're
2: back to Paul Newman as ever. As ever, back to Paul Newman.
1: Always the kind of famous uh, silent fifth friend
0: on Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> known, known for his both uh, Western films and his sources. Um, <laughs> a man of uh, many, many interests.
2: Yeah, he was a multi hyphenate. He yeah. was his days Kardashian. Yeah.
1: Mm. Um, as, he as was as really, a, a, he did become a salad dressing influencer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is, since his passing, rest in peace, mm. that role hasn't really been filled.
2: Yeah. Who is, the, who is the current dressing influence? We don't have a dressing influence. The closest sir.
1: we've got is Levi Roots.
2: Yeah, but that's not salad dressing, is it?
0: No, but I feel like Newman's was more than just... The, he did have the ranch dressing, but I feel like he, he had other, other things that were just sauces. Well, well there's,
2: there is... Yeah. there is Cookies, lemonades, there yeah. There is a salad mm. influencer called the Salad Lab um, that makes right. the most disgusting fucking salad looking salads. Salad like, it's Like, it's quite hard to make a salad look disgusting, mm. but...
0: Well, the Russians manage it at every meal. Well, that I'm yeah. sure, I'm
2: sure that's true. But with all
0: mayonnaise on carrots, there you go.
2: Oh God! But with mm. all all possible love in my heart, Josh, it's they're very American salads. So okay. it's like you got kind of you got fruit in there where there shouldn't be fruit. Mm-hmm. You got there's mm. there's you a, got
0: like a really thick got, cream can, sauce. Yeah, you got yeah your,
2: you got your kind of gooey. We do toss like, a gooey cream mayonnaise. Yeah, <laughs> on like apples, but that's in a. Savory salad. For some well, this, the other thing,
1: too, is like, I, I feel like so much of food, right? Food culture, mm-hmm. especially online, breaks down to like, hey, here's something you might want to try or like. Uh, eat this, you fucking pig. You want something gross, don't you? Yeah.
0: We've hollowed out a loaf of bread. We've put a leg of pork in there. We've put a block of American sliced cheese in it. We've put it mm. in the microwave for an hour. Yeah.
1: Put, yeah. Put, uh, put a slice of rye under your hand, put a slice of rye over your hand, and eat your own fucking body starting at the fingertips, <laughs> you freak. Yeah, yeah it's, the, it's the newest thing on TikTok.
2: Yeah. Uh, the, mm. I don't think the Salad Lab is a TikTok thing. It's... I think I saw it on Instagram. But it was okay. like it was like a challenge to see how unappetizing they can make mm. salads with like pretty nice so, ingredients. Those, look,
1: those things are so popular.
2: They're so popular. Like,
1: it's, uh, yeah,
2: it's quite imp- it's quite impressive to make salads that look mm. like they would result in an immediate cardiac event. Yeah, but that is what these salads look like. The
0: cardiac event of the season.
2: That's so, the name of one of the salads. The cardiac yeah. event. <laughs> So it's four different kinds of mayonnaise. Uh,
0: yes. Re <laughs> re this episode. Yep. Sorry. So Elaine's Peggy's boss. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Elaine's Pe- Peggy's
2: boss is what we're saying from this. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. I, I watched this episode so long ago. What else is going on?
2: Okay. So um, I, why have um, I
0: forgotten everything? So
2: Peggy has formed the impression that Elaine is called that Elaine is called Susie. Yeah. Um. And so she calls her Susie, and then she starts slagging off Elaine mm. to who she thinks is Susie. Yeah,
0: and then so Elaine doesn't want to correct her because she's yes. like, "Well, then, uh, then she'll think I'm Elaine, which is no good." And so then, uh, but then she calls her Suze, and then Elaine goes, "Hey, my name is hey, it's not Susie. <laughs> Suze. it is yeah. Susie, mm. which is very funny. This is this is a perfect Seinfeld bit, being yeah. like taking offence at the name that's not your name being used incorrectly. It's great. I but-
2: have a I have a story from my from my own life that relates to Ooh, this. Please." going to root, arra- root around, right into this root around in my bag, um, yeah. root around in uh, Phoebe's anecdote bag.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Out it comes. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, That's that my favorite bangers. salad, actually, from the salad lab, <laughs> the Phoebe's anecdote, anecdote bag. bag.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so in Phoebe's anecdote bag, what have we found? We have found an anecdote from Phoebe's life, which relates for some reason mm. to a plot in Seinfeld. It's pub.
0: covered in blue cheese. It's
2: just, yeah, it's pretty disgusting. It'll give you a heart attack.
3: Hmm. Um,
2: where uh, where I used to live I used to go to I used to go to a dance studio and for dance classes and one of um, and one of the classes that I that I went to did a kind of end of year like mm-hmm. an end of year show yeah so we did so how it worked is we did like our usual dance class and then we would have like so anyone who was in the show would do like an hour of rehearsal after like mm-hmm. after class and up until this point I had heard my dance teacher uh, addressing somebody named Verity. And I and I hadn't thought anything of it because why would I have done? I just assumed that this was a woman it's in my a dance class.
0: It's in North London. There's probably a woman called Verity there. Why not? It wasn't in North London. I oh, was in.
2: But um, no, Fine. where I used to live. That's why I said where oh. I used to live. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So so she so she would, so she was.
0: If you're oh. trying to stalk Phoebe in the past, <laughs> please drop <jot> this down <laughs> like on your finger. To go
2: to this place. <laughs> where Sorry, I used to live. loopers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go that's to right. not North London. Um, or North London. Because who says I live in North London now?
1: That's true. Mm. Um, if you were trying to stalk Phoebe in the past, <laughs> you didn't get her. You didn't get her. Because we're in the get present get now
2: and we I'm know it didn't right happen. I'm here right now, bitches. Yeah. yeah that's right. We <laughs> that
0: or They were so good at stalking you, you never knew. Yeah.
2: Yeah, all that. You and baby Hitler made so that- it out of <laughs> fun. <laughs> so, that, so, that, so we were in the same class. Um, I am <laughs> I am older than I look. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: Mark that down on your BB
2: age bingo card. And so she'd been referring to this person called Verity, and so mm. I didn't think anything of this. It was a it was a class with a lot of women in it. Um, there were drop ins, there were people who came all term. Like you just, mm. it, it, yeah, this could have, this could have this could have been anyone. And then we started rehearsals for, um, for the show, and. She had arranged this choreography, so I was like, I was in like the front row, which was like obviously a great honor. Um, Mm -hmm. And on this one particular day, uh, my teacher was in. She was in like a like she was in a kind of bad mood. She'd like got stuck in traffic or something, and uh, and she was like she was being really ratty with people, and she didn't give us a chance to kind of warm up properly. She was just in she was just in a in a bad space, and you don't want Mm -hmm. a dance teacher in a bad space because you know they could kill you. Um, they're keen, they're strong, they're flexible, they're fast. Like yep. they can, they could do, they could, they could snap your neck without, without even thinking about it. They're ruth, they're ruthless women, and um, and just out of nowhere, she just she yells, "Look, Verity, I am, I am sick, I am sick of you not listening when I when I speak to you. Can you get down stage now?" And there was this horrible silence, and I was like looking at the room, thinking, "Oh God, Verity, you are in trouble," and I was like wait, hang on. Are you talking to me? And she said, well, who do you think I'm talking to? And I said, am I Verity? And she said, yes, you're Verity. And I said, I'm not Verity. And she said, I've been calling you Verity for the last year. And I was like, no, my, my name's Phoebe. And she said, why did I think your name is Verity? And I said, I have absolutely no idea. And she and the said, the rest of
1: the class And knew. the rest of
2: the class all thought that I was Verity as well.
0: It's also funny for someone that you're at a class which you're paying for to, like, yell at you like you're a naughty school child.
2: Oh, well, I mean, like, that's just, like, standard. If you're in a, if you're, like. That's
0: dance culture. That's just dance culture.
2: Like, that was, that was not. That that was not something yeah. which like alarmed well, I me. I can't at all. believe that
0: Louis Spence treated you in that way. I have either. been, I
2: have been, I have been yelled at by many dance teachers and many choreographers in my time. Um, it's just like it's just like part <laughs> what, of it. I tell you what,
0: of the two of you, if anyone was going to pick up on Louis Spence, I wasn't expecting it to be Josh. But there we go. That's the that's the way the cookie crumbles. Um, yeah, I'm just long for the ride. Happy to be here. <laughs> fair play. Fair play.
2: Um,
0: wow. Yeah. Well, there you go. You have been aligned.
2: Uh, yeah, and and I and to this day. I have no idea how she formed the impression that my name is Verity. It's not tonally similar to Phoebe. Not at all. all.
1: Mm. Um, Ends in an E. A sound, I can't sound think e. of it's a just, single just, accent that would make those and, converge either. And it's, an
2: intre- yeah. and it's an interesting name to assume that someone is called as well. Because it's mm. quite an unusual name.
1: You're giving up Verity Vimes.
2: Yeah. Have you I, ever don't done think, this? I don't think I do give a Verity vibes. I,
1: mm. I think occasionally I'll do this or I'll meet someone and I'll be like, hi, I'm Josh. And they'll say their name and I'll mishear them. Like they'll be like, mm. um, they'll say like, I'm Josie and I won't hear Josie. Like I'll, I'll mishear and I'll be mm. like, Oh, did you're um closely and like Josie, and I'd be like, "Yep, should have assumed the thing that was yeah, clo- the, <laughs> the name,
2: the, the, the one that's actually, <laughs> that's actually a name. Um, and yeah, and she and the way and the way and instead of saying, "I'm so sorry," I'd like I I I've completely got your name wrong. She sort of acted like I'd been a bit of a dickhead. In somehow communicating that my name is Verity in some myst- in some mysterious way. And she said, yeah, who did you think I was talking to? And I said, someone else in the class who I didn't know. That's who I
3: assumed. Incredibly
0: <laughs> intuitive answer. <laughs> That's yeah, who I Someone called Verity. Someone called Verity. Because he wouldn't be talking
1: to me I'm because not I'm not called Verity. Because I'm not called
2: Verity. In yeah. fact,
1: any other person in this room yeah. would have been a more reasonable thought to me. A person who... Has lived a whole life named something else,
2: <laughs> and, I'll t- and I'll tell you
1: what—I
2: actually reacted similarly to Elaine. It wasn't so much that I minded that she had got my name wrong and had thought I'd been called something else for an entire year that I'd been going to this woman's classes. It was that she is st- she- that she thought I looked like a Verity, which mm-hmm. I don't think is an especially cute name, and I don't think fits me. Mm. Do you think I look like a Verity?
0: I don't know. Do you know what? I've I never think- met one.
2: I have met I have met one, and she didn't look anything like me. So okay.
0: There you go, that's science. Sorry? That's science. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Well, anyway. Yeah. Um, so but- I've yeah, I've
2: I, I I was nodding along with Elaine, as so often I do. Mm.
1: Yeah. She gets it. She gets it. She, does she get understands. It. So there's two other main threads in the episode, right? Mm. Yeah. Thank you for moving us back on the <laughs> show. No problem. No, no, no. I like um my my other I think co favorite with the yeah. Elaine story is George um casanza has a girlfriend named allison he's very excited to take her to this yankee ball that george steinbrenner is throwing she has a backless gown which is very into and he realizes pretty quickly mm. that she's trying to break up with him so he starts trying he starts avoiding her yeah. so she can't break up with him before the event which like I don't think I've ever done that, but it feels like something I would have done when I was like 24. <laughs> yeah. Vintage sure. Costanza.
2: Yeah, it's, v- classic, it's classic Costanza. It's classic Costanza because he's yeah. he's not excited about her. He's not excited about the relationship. He's excited about the ball. He's excited about making a good entrance. Yeah. he he gets he gets very discouraged when he describes the fact that he's gonna twirl her around. And Elaine says she's not going to twirl, and he says she'll twirl because he's very easily discouraged. With he really
1: wants to make, like like you said, a big entrance. That's (laughs) what he keeps saying.
2: I've got a big entrance, and Jerry says you've made some fine exits.
1: Yeah, (laughs) great line, (laughs) which is
2: true. Great line. There's a great line reading from Elaine as well about um, someone that he he you've never heard of before, you never hear of again. Who is her enemy? Who is named Sharon? Um, (laughs) And so there are some fun line readings about (laughs) Uh, about how she feels about Sharon. Uh, which I suggest you watch the episode because I can't. I can't. Yeah, that is great.
0: That is fun. Yeah, it's, it's this is great. The avoiding someone so you don't get broken up with. Mm. I feel like I've kind of done this the other way around. Like if if we hang out too much right now, I will I will break up with you, and we can't do that this weekend. So I've got to I've got to kind of we've got to I've got to spend as much time not in your company between now and Monday as possible.
2: Yeah. See, I <laughs> yeah. I, I have been witness to you um, doing this little doing this little um, gambit on people and it is just as mad as Costanza's yeah (laughs) it's two sides of the same coin you're still (laughs) being mental just in a different way
1: it's Mm. kind of an Anton Chiguerre thing where both (laughs) sides of the coin have their own weird meaning
2: yeah 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 because yeah. I'm quite I love...
0: equanimical about being broken up yeah. with I just kind of accept that like that's going to happen you just you just have to you can't avoid it if someone's decided that's it you've just got to ride it
2: I have heard you say that you can't break up with someone on a particular weekend because because of how much admin that you had on that on that week and it's just like one more thing on the to-do list and you can't, you just don't have time for it
0: yeah and it um, was true I
2: I know and how how did that how did that work out did that work out well Look,
0: it didn't work out (laughs) it didn't work out badly for that specific reason. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It worked out badly for other reasons. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: It's never the right time. It's
2: never the right time. That is true. That is true. But there but like there are there are grades of wrong time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um like like special events, special occasions, when you're stuck together, all of those are like like just after just after a kind of traumatic Mm. life event. Those are worse events than say sure. like easter yeah you're yeah, like people yeah. who break Easter's up is not ideal on a holiday people love easter where i, they're like I broke town. up
1: so. i had to break up last night of vacation once oh yeah Better than first night?
2: No, no, no. That's completely than incorrect. Than no, night. I completely disagree. What? First night is better. last First it. night is better because last night, if you get broken up with on the last night of a holiday, then not only have you been broken up with, but you are aware that they have spent this entire holiday with you in a state of like, Enhanced dishonesty, where they're no. telling you they love you. They're what no, they're, no, sli- no. they're sleeping with you. You're fucking not true. You're, you're clinking cocktails at sunset. Mm. Not true with this person who's planning on dumping you.
1: That's not true, right? That's not how it happened. I want, I want the Josh perspective. Oh, yeah, I on want this. to have I want to know We how were, happened. we had it was a, a trip together where mm-hmm. there was like some mutual tension, I think. Mm-hmm. And during we the last night we were away. We were having a, a, a disagreement and she said, sometimes I think you'd rather be dating someone else. Sometimes I think you'd rather break up. Is that what you want? That's what she said to me. Oh. And I wasn't planning on breaking up with her. Okay. She really teed it up. And okay. I said, "Okay, oh, that's what I said. I said, okay, yeah, I think maybe that would be better. And she was like, What? It's so
0: funny to play that aggressive of a gambit and then
1: be like, wait, no. Because I think, I mean, and, and, you know, with the, even at the time, I was kind of like, we just don't have similar communication styles. And like, clearly, I don't, (laughs) yes. You're like, right. Like, she wasn't trying to force my hand into breaking up, but like, that, was she was looking like, for
2: reassurance that you didn't want to break up? Was that what it correct. was? Uh, yeah. But I uh, was like, women, right? Eh? Yeah. No, no, no. Am but I, right? I, I? You know, <laughs>
1: I'm not. I, I was just like, well, I guess now that you're putting it on the table, like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I didn't go to this That's restaurant looking to order a Reuben, but when you see Reuben on the menu, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah well, maybe. you know what? That sounds now, all right. You, now
2: it's in my head. Yeah, I could go for it. I could go for so a breakup. Then, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So last night of um vacation, we flew home together from. That from the West Coast, from Los Angeles to Boston, we had a layover. We oh, not a layover. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh. a couple hours in Atlanta. A
0: layover for like a relatively short haul flight as well is brutal. Yeah,
1: yeah. could have just flown direct. Didn't do it. Yeah. Um, got to the airport, took separate cabs to our separate homes. Never saw each other again. Wow, oh my God. have spoken since then amicably, like emailed, but um, never saw each other again.
2: Is this a is this a bonus? I've kind of lost track. I don't know. Okay, well never mind. I'm not going to tell the story on Mike if it's not a bonus. <laughs> it's not a bonus. We, not you got you got, a, lot of time got anyway. a you got to pay f- you got to yeah. pay to listen to this but story. Yeah, the, the, See, the, this is
1: <laughs> that's the kind of attention to detail that George Costanza lacks that would make him a bad independent uh yeah, that, entertainer. Yeah,
2: that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh yeah, so it's so it's genuinely a mad idea the idea that if she can't find him in order to break up with him, she will be obliged to go to this ball. As if she couldn't still just say, "I don't want to go." I Don't want to go to this. Like that, yeah. Costanza has not has not thought through logically to the next step. But he, he got does,
1: pretty close.
2: <laughs> he gets so, he gets so close, and then Kramer, as Kramer likes to do, Kramer ruins it for him. We yeah. get to hear we get to hear Costanza's answer phone message, which, which is great. I have. I don't know how many times I've seen this episode. Probably, I don't know, it, it's in the hundreds. But I still laugh until I cry when I hear Costanza's. When I hear Costanza's answer phone message, and when
1: believe it or not, George isn't at home.
2: <laughs> Please leave a message. At it's the so beat. funny that he's
0: made up his own little song and that he's sung it he himself. Hasn't made up the it's song. a parody. It's, fr- it's, it's a, a parody, parody of
2: Believe It or Not. I'm walking on air. Yeah. Believe it or not, I'm walking, I'm walking on, on it. On, eh? you know How I mean? could this be? I didn't.
0: I don't actually know the song, but I presumed it was riffing on the tune of something. But no, what but I mean no, is yeah. he made up yeah. the song oh, yeah, in the yeah, sense. Yeah.
2: he made of, yeah. up. He did. He, he, he it, put it, but he used yeah. the, He used an existing recognizable tune.
1: It's such a funny, unremarked upon thing. It, this to me is like a classic Costanza bit to the like song. Like yeah. people, I forget what episode it's from all the time, and I just that pops into my head. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. Oh yeah, this is that one. It's just but so it. It's such a funny wrinkle in his personality that, like, he's so grumpy, he's so ornery, um, he's so lazy, but he took the time to like record this little <laughs> ditty for his Instagram and never explains or remarks about it. Never
2: explains; it's never come up elsewhere, and this gets is-
0: played all the way through multiple yes. times. And this, yeah, is, this is what ma- and yeah. this is
2: what makes this a superior show is the multiple references to the to the rich lives that are being led outside the boundaries of the twenty-two minute mm-hmm. episode. Because yeah. it invites you to imagine Costanza being like, I want a fun answer machine. Um, I could have like a song, it and then him choosing the song itself. and yeah. writing the song, and everyone else hating it, but him not letting go of his answer message. There's a bit where he's listening to it playing while she's trying to find him, and he's shrugging with the "Where could I be?" It's just yep. so good. It's
1: right. He like, loves this bit so much. Jerry it. seems. Jerry is kind of like, "Yep, here we go again." Right, like <laughs> there, there's that history where like yeah. this is not new to him. He's yeah. annoyed he's, by. He's he knows.
2: The, the, the he knows what George is
1: doing, and he has to sit through his dumb song.
2: I remember yeah, when so I was good. like, when I was like twelve, maybe maybe a bit older, because it was when I had my first mobile. I was really excited to have my own answer machine message, mm. and I recorded a obviously a very very because it was on a kind of Nokia recorded a very very tinny version of a of, a, of an extract from Spiderwebs by no doubt. Because mm-hmm. there's a whole bit wow. about how she's not home right now. She's Leave a message on the and side and I'll call and call you back. Says, Leave a yeah. message and I'll call you back. And I had to like sit there, like next to my hi fi, being like, wait, and press one.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, that's and I good. I was
2: so proud of it. And it sounded so shit and tinny. You couldn't mm. even tell what it was. But I thought this was real creativity.
0: One of my friends at school had the most unintentionally hilarious answer phone message because he tried to record his own. And then he'd like panic because he'd not understood how it works, and so it's like like record the message now. He'd just gone like hello, and then and then it just and then the recording had just ended. So every time it just seemed like he'd picked up the phone, but just really late. And so every time you were like pranked into thinking that you were talking to him before realising that it was in fact an answer phone message. It's good,
3: Sweet yeah. Bit. Yeah, so they, it was really simple.
0: frustrating. <laughs> yeah. And then you hear the beep and you're like, ah, I already ah, started. Ah, every time, every yeah, time. Man, every fucking time. God damn it. God but it God was also the slight panic in the voice. It was like, hello? Like, yeah, uh, good S- stuff.
2: So Costanza's plan gets ruined by Kramer because Kramer mm. is makes friends with this woman, Allison, Because she's, she's going tickets to, she, to a baseball yes, game? Yes, that's why. So he meets up, yeah, So right. he meets up with her to 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 thank her for the tickets. And so she gets him to break up with Costanza on Pomodoro. So everyone breaks up. At is <laughs> where everyone breaks up. And then yeah, he has like
0: a spokesperson. Yeah. A spokescramer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. A source close to the a source close to the Allison. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Um
2: and uh, then we have a fun little fun little messing around bit mm. where it's like Kramer and Costanza have just broken up and there's a kind of- Yeah, in Jerry's doorway, it's great. And, mm, and, uh, and then Costanza shows up at Kramer's door in the middle of the night and then Kramer says to Allison, we're taking him back. And Allison says, well, no. And it ends up with Kramer going to the ball with Costanza. Costanza says, no, 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 not you can't come with me. And so they're like fighting and scuffling. And as that happens, he rips off the back of Kramer's dinner jacket Spins him round, and so he twirls in in a backless outfit. Yeah. And then the Mr. Yankee Wilhelm
0: board. says, "What? Say, what, an what an entrance!" entrance. So that's yeah. what
2: that's what's going on with Costanza. With Jerry, we get another. Um, we get it, It's a sort of slightly weird Jerry storyline. It's oh, not because yeah, mm-hmm. we get
0: a return of an old it's
2: not a girly storyline for Jerry. No, no, he's taken a break from the girlies. He's the man going his own way.
0: Yeah, a guy—the guy who called Jerry <laughs> a phony right. <laughs> seasons ago—returns, and uh, he's now opened a bookmaker's shop.
2: And we learn that Jerry is holding a grudge, like a Costanza.
0: Of course, classic. <laughs> and uh, Kramer puts a bet on for Jerry because great Kramer is a recovering gambling addict. He's like, "Well, I can't put a bet on for myself." And he put, and this bet that he puts on for Jerry comes off in a big way. So Jerry is now owed a grand, and the guy who's become a bookmaker is like, oh, "I can't actually afford to pay you. Just give me some time." And so basically.
1: Sorry, yeah. Terrified. It, like, yeah. I thought that was so funny. Like, such a silly choice. The the bookie who is terrified that he can't pay up, right? I, I love that, that, so like, good. silly, dumb thing. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny to and me. So it's kind of a riff on, like, mo- like Mafia Lone Shark. Yeah. And, like,
0: Jerry mm-hmm. keeps, like, he, like, unintentionally breaks the guy's thumbs by yeah. shutting them in his car boot and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then
2: he acts, and then he, again, unintentionally, this guy gets locked into Jerry's, Jerry's boot.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Meanwhile, Elaine has had to go to dinner with, has had to have a meeting with Peggy and Peterman and talk as if.
0: The real comedy meet of the episode. He's like, Peterman's like, right, we need to hash this out. He's like, I want a meeting with you and Susie and Peggy. And
2: Peggy, yeah. And Peggy. And so she she (laughs) has to talk to Peggy like, like she is susie and she has to talk to peterman like she is elaine and talking about susie so, so she, she just has doesn't do use some, any names so she has to do some very complicated word play in order to like, this is a problem this, this is
0: an elaine and susie problem and it requires a susie <laughs> and elaine solution yeah. yeah i think we need to have great. another meeting just susie and elaine elaine, elaine, elaine
2: and, and susie susie and elaine
1: that's great she's and so great the vast, and
2: then she's just, dis- and then she's discussing it. She's so good. She- I love, I love mm. her so much. And then she's discussing it in the car with Jerry, not realizing that Mike is in the boot. Mm. Um, and she. She says, "I have no idea how I got away with this, but it's becoming exhausting." And so Jerry says, "You got to. She's elim- getting extra work. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. getting today. she's getting extra work. You got to. You got to eliminate her. You got to eliminate mm. Susie." Mike hears this and he thinks he's been locked in this car boot. He already thinks that Jerry's deliberately mm. broken his thumbs, and he thinks that he hears them planning a murder. And then. He's like, worried he's
0: going to get Suzy'd,
2: and then cack, and then kind of cackling. But it turns out they're both laughing. <laughs> at A bumper sticker. bumper Yeah, sticker. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's going to get
0: the old cement Suze.
2: So Elaine, uh, it, uh, they <laughs> I go really like dark with this. They don't go like car crash or or anything. They t- Elaine t- Elaine tells Peterman that Suzy killed herself. She I says- left <laughs> so hard where mm. she's
1: like. He's like, I, I, I gotta, gotta meet this Susie. He goes, I'm so sorry, Mr. Peterman. Last night, Susie took her own life, and I was just like, Ugh! like it's so dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's also, <laughs> so- took <laughs> her like, own life. Such a funny way of saying it, as well. Because it's so, so heartfelt, but like such a lie. Like, right? She's trying to be tender about it, but like it's just fully made up. And it like yeah. really made me laugh because it's it like underscores. That Elaine is also just like kind of at her core a piece of shit in yeah, a lot of ways. Absolutely.
2: Uh, no, Elaine, is, Elaine is a total piece of shit. And also Elaine is somebody who so wants the world to be the world to be legible and unalienating mm-hmm. to herself. But she doesn't realize that it's her that is the alienating factor. Yeah, She doesn't realize that it's her that is the piece of shit.
1: Yes. Mm. And which is also, it's like a Costanza thing. And it's like less Kramer, right. Who like tries to bend the world to his, yeah. his um whims. Yeah. But like George and Elaine both have this, this thing of like, no, these are the rules. Yeah. Why isn't the world following the rules?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. They're both, they're both, this is the thing. Everyone knows that Costanza is a Larry David creation. And that's sort of mm-hmm. like, you know, that's, you know, Mm. Just part of the course, but the extent to which Elaine is a collaborative project between Julia Louis Dreyfus and Larry David, I think mm-hmm. gets, I think gets a little bit looked over. But she, de- but like she definitely is. She is much more of a Larry David character than Jerry is.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yes. Jerry is a very Jerry Seinfeld character, right? Like, nothing really matters unless he's inconvenienced. Like, it's a very Jerry Seinfeld comedy sensibility. He
2: lives in a kind of very low consequence, very amnesiac kind of way. He doesn't really Mm. have a long-term memory. He has a medium-term memory. He doesn't really hold grudges. And the world is sort of... Sort of exists, sort of to his liking. So there's no yeah. real
0: reason to attempt to change it. It's observational. It's like it's like the bit where the girl says, uh, "Oh, I saw your act, and I can't be with someone if I don't respect what they do." And he goes, "But you're a cashier." Like that—that's the Jerry Seinfeld worldview. Yeah, it's just pointing out stuff
1: that doesn't make sense. Yeah, and the the amnesiac thing. This is like one of one of the ultimate um, freeze frame theme music kicks in at a point where you go well there have to be some consequences for this (laughs) and yet
2: yeah he's operating in a consequence-free environment whereas elaine is somebody who experiences consequences but also like meets consequences out to other people yes Uh, Mm. costanza is the victim of consequences and kramer is so consequence-free that he is a kind of He's the chaos element In yeah. both the world yep. And in the lives Of the others yep. um, so, he, yeah, so He's Eris, uh, eating he is, apple. Is Eris Eating oh, the gold Jerry is Jerry's fridge Yeah
1: Jerry is almost A Greek chorus In his own life Yeah Absolutely
2: Yeah, yeah. If Okay the good The chorus
1: stormed on And said what's the deal
2: No I'm glad that we've Set up this This uh, ta- This taxonomy I'm glad we're look, looking start. at Seinfeld in a philological way.
0: Dramaturgs. Yeah. So the denouement is we the get this fake funeral, the funeral for Susie. The one thing I didn't understand was how they got so many people at this funeral.
2: I I think I think that's great. I really I really like how like how like Peggy has apparently become so influential that she has managed to <laughs> that she has managed to convince all of these people that this fictional person doesn't exist.
1: Mm. <laughs> And there's like so many little things, like Elaine giving this like long toast, or not toast, eulogy, a yeah. long eulogy that Jay Peterman is like, "Can I say a couple of words?" And she's like, "Thank goodness!" Like as if she felt like she had to keep talking until someone stopped her. And then Peterman is convinced that he and Susie had an affair at one point. Yeah,
2: and then mm. and then uh, and then Jerry, and then Jerry says um, says to Peggy, "Yeah." I had a little thing with Susie and her too. Yep. Um, and then Mike runs into the room and says, Susie didn't kill herself. Susie was murdered by Jerry Seinfeld, who is, com- again, no consequences at all. Jerry, yep. is, not- Jerry is not somebody who- nonplussed. Is- he is nonplast. He is unruffled. And he says, and I broke his thumbs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that's the end of the episode. Uh, and, that's it's the just like, of the, and that's the end of the episode. We also, one little feature that we, uh, mm. a digression that we missed is there's like, not long, but a fairly substantive Kramer story where he explains how he was kicked out of madison square garden during the knicks game where reggie miller and spike lee were having an verbal altercation and kramer rushed onto the court right to accost reggie miller and all three men were thrown out and then kramer smoothed it over and they went to a strip club together
2: and so but this but this this is but this is how jerry's bet comes off in such a big way right because it goes down because it goes down to fewer to without Without Reggie Miller they can't
1: win yeah the Knicks beat the Pacers by 37 points
2: I always every time I watch this episode I assume there's going to be a storyline where it's found out that Kramer and Jerry are friends and it is assumed that Kramer did this deliberately in order to make Jerry's bet come off but Mm -hmm. that's never where it goes and I love that it's just a kind of just a complete throwaway storyline
1: it's so funny it is this episode I, I think people talk about late season Seinfeld as being like a little too like frothy and sitcom-y. and this episode definitely has some of that, mm. but in ways that are so fun. That,
2: yeah, I I, mm. I I love I love late period Seinfeld. I think people are, I think people are dumb about it. That's people, my position.
1: Hellenistic Seinfeld. Yeah, that's right. Well, there's, you you haven't gotten to um jerk store yet, have you?
2: We have, yeah. Okay, that yeah. And that's season episode? is that season eight. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. so jerk store is like another example of like that of how antic it gets late in this series mm. but i'm like how do you not love george flying to ohio to to do <laughs> like and and like the jerk store called they're running out of you is like an all-timer for me like absolutely. as a seinfeld it's bit of dialogue yeah, yeah to yeah, the yeah. extent
2: that when we were doing the episode milo was under the impression that this was like a common saying as opposed to something that originated from this episode of seinfeld oh yeah
0: yeah yeah. I didn't think it was a common saying. No, but so you thought of, it's
2: like, oh yeah, this is a thing that Americans say, and it makes no sense. Yeah, like we're... it didn't. And come it from is. This it's episode. just a bit of it. It makes no sense. It's a so. piece
1: of Costanza dialogue. It's a piece of Costanza the dialogue The jokester called. They're running out of you.
2: It's it's yeah. basically an aphorism. It should be in one of those collected books. It's very wisdom. Zen. Yeah. It's a it's coin. Very it's Zen. Like, it's yeah. like a hadith. Yeah, it should be. You know those like <laughs> books of wisdom that they put next to the Waterstones till around Christmas. Well you can
0: say that they put next to the toilet, which is also true. Also true. That, yeah. yeah, same yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. Well, you buy mm. them
2: from next to the Waterstones till at Christmas, mm-hmm. and then they end up in people's toilets.
0: That's how yes, you can tell absolutely. that Waterstones appeals to a slightly different market segment than WH Smith. Because when you're in WH Smith, it's just a big bar galaxy at the till, and you can eat it on the toilet if you're a sicko. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it That's my, my <laughs> yeah. grind set advice. I only eat on the toilet. <laughs> I, I'm keeping perfect balance of in and
1: out at all times. If you're if you're eating and shitting at different times, you're leaving money on the table. The Hong Kong markets are closing and you're getting left behind.
2: It's that's actually right. a very Buddhist position to only mm-hmm. eat while on the toilet, to maintain yeah. the balance of all mm-hmm. things. Of all things in heaven and earth at all times.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah. I reckon a Buddha looks like he ate while well on the toilet.
2: Depends which Buddha. Do you I mean guess. like the, the Chinese the, the, Buddha the cano- or the you mean-
0: The canonical, the, the fat guy is sitting cross legged, that That's Buddha. That's the
2: thing, he's not necessarily canonical. Like, the in, like Indian Buddhas are quite slim because they're, they're yeah, like meditating under similar. a tree and not eating.
0: Oh, there you go.
2: Afghan, Afghan Buddhas also slim?
0: Afghan Buddhas. Afghan Buddhas feels like an indie band no doubt yeah you're, and then you're, you're, thinking, you're like you're wait a minute the they're, wigs
2: who really they're all really white, white and about, have
0: rich okay. parents this is yeah, problematic. potentially yeah. yeah i'm actually not thinking of the afghan wigs but i'm pleased to know that that was uh yeah, yeah they
2: were what, is, would
0: that be a wig that makes you look afghan i'll tell you what afghan wig wigs from top,
1: Afghanistan? top three bands I that everyone, I everyone I tells Wings me i would were, like they were great i never get into
2: oh they're, i they can't were, do it can't do it
1: so many people i trust have told me so many times how great they are and I, um, this is so
2: interesting because I really would think that they would be...
1: That they would be up my alley? Yeah, absolutely. Is
2: this Afghan
0: wigs with an H? Like they support, with an H. They support mm-hmm. the wigs because they were going to pull out of yeah. Afghanistan in like the 1890s. I
1: have
2: no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not familiar with their okay. deep lore, but they're a good
1: band. I've I, I no, 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 no criticism far. of them no, no, other than not enough, for me. It's like
2: me, it's like, uh, me and uh, Sharon Van Etten.
1: Mm, I see that.
2: You'd think I'd love her. I can't bear her
1: I would think you would love her
2: Yeah But I just don't mm. I just don't And I've tried And I oh, can't, you don't trust can't do the
1: Dutch. it Where are you on Joanna Newsom?
2: I love Joanna Newsome
1: See this is what makes people think you would like Sharon Van Etten I know
2: <laughs> I'm aware it's, Yeah mm. But I just just can't do it I can't do it
1: You learn some You knew
0: some Um That's right. <laughs> There we go <laughs> That could, be, that could be a George Costanza phrase. Yeah, that's very good. And and with that, on that, bombshell, on that bombshell, we have talked about yet another episode of Seinfeld. Uh, it remains to only thank Josh very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been a delight and a pleasure as always. Is there anything you would like to plug to the loyal hogs
1: of this show? What's up, hogs? Yeah, I got some stuff. Oh, yeah. um, I write a weekly newsletter called That's Marvelous. It comes out every Monday. It's full of pep talks. Uh, it's joshgondelman.substack.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it has my tour dates coming up. I've uh, I've got a couple of things around New York City and then Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on uh, November 18th is my next upcoming road thing. Get but read, read the newsletter. Uh, come see me do jokes if you want. And those are the two things We've I've got have got going listeners on right in now. Pennsylvania, I'm pretty sure. So if
0: you're you listening better, to this in, in the great state of Pennsylvania. On the west side, a western half, because it's a big <clears> state. It is a large state, yeah. If you're you're a a Dunder Mifflin-ass guy, you could find your way to Josh Gondelman's stand That's right. You could get there from Scranton. It's worth it. It's worth the trip. That is right. Um, So uh, please do do that. Please subscribe to Josh's Substack. And uh, if you're listening to this, we have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. The bonus episodes, two a month. They're $3 a month. There's also the movie corner, which is $5 a month and which this month is actually about the John Mulaney sitcom Mulaney, which we talked about with Ed Knight. And I think might be one of the worst things I've ever watched.
2: Genuinely. Um, wow. Genuinely.
0: It's like a ripoff of Seinfeld. But what if everyone had been hit over the head with a brick?
2: Yeah. yeah. Concussion Seinfeld.
0: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> bad. Um, and, and instead of a what's the deal, we're doing a little mailbag. Yeah. Which should be fun we'll with your questions. We'll questions be from you. Answering
2: your your questions. Yeah. The more intrusive, the better.
0: So please do sign up to the Patreon for those. Uh, it does help us to make this show. Um, and otherwise, we will see you all very soon. Bye bye. Bye
1: bye. Bye bye.